welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. I'm Tyler, and as always, my co-host, Ryan and Nick. What? I'm back, and you can't keep me down. <laughs> can't keep them down. I don't care how many people talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. They've never seen Talking Flick United talk about it. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah, if there's... If there's anyone that can defeat the Justice League, it's us United. You can't see on News Channel 8, but my clothes are living. You can see the little things coming off of them, right? In slow yeah, motion, yeah. In specifically I, slow motion, I, I can see it. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand Don't zoom how... in because it's going to be blurry. So just you know, keep it on the on the long form there. 4-3. Keep it 4-3 ratio. I don't understand how the Flash is the fastest person in the world, but every time they show him using his power, he's so slow. It drags on. It's like a five-minute. It's, it's only a four-hour do... movie because three quarters of it is in slow mo. Oh, exactly. Yeah. What yeah. the heck, man? And then this they is... have to make that up by Wonder Woman. Whenever they show her doing any action scenes, they need to speed it up really quickly. Like <laughs> it's just uh, polar opposites in these superheroes. Oh man! As you can't tell, we are doing Zack Snyder's Justice League today. And oh, did that come yeah, out? Yeah, that came out. Oh, yeah, that came out. That four-hour epic that episodic thing right there oh that everyone was talking about yeah of superhero is. movies so <laughs> I like it. how how did you did you watch it in one night or did it take you like a couple nights to get through it because it took me like about two and a half days to kind of actually like just get I, through all of it i am a true cinephile and i watched it thursday night when it dropped all at one shot yeah <laughs> my mistake was watching like like friday night like around 11 starting it that was my mistake <laughs> and so it's like yeah there's no way i'm gonna be able to finish the four hours there's just no way <laughs> Nick, I, I don't think that you're a cinephile. I think you're a masochist or a sadist. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to suffer through four hours of that. I spread it out between two days. Like, I watched it. I watched it. So, so, so let me get this straight. At the very end, you at you the... run around Gotham dressed as actual garbage, and that works? <laughs> no, I, I don't even have to run around. I just stay in one spot because I'm moving so quickly. It's Here, basically I'm moving. I, slow <laughs> i know how this is gonna go because i've been on talking flick for over 100 episodes now you're welcome america <laughs> um so i am going to be the defender here but i want to be honest with you the first two parts my eyes could not roll back further and i was like i don't know if i could do this man. i don't know if i could do this but i settled in and ultimately i landed on so, a place where i think we're gonna argue so. so this is my thing on like the first two parts and i guess that's a good place to start is the first two parts feel like a bunch of trailers matched up together to form oh, the first two parts. A and... hot blonde lady smelled in slow motion Aquaman sweater for seemingly 25 minutes. And they say, they say in Icelandic, like, are yeah. they saying for I, so I, long? I don't understand it. The and... song was like an hour. That song lasted forever. <laughs> and you know what? I don't know why Aquaman even wears clothes because obviously he just leaves it wherever. He just takes it off. Even if it's it's wet already he just takes it off and then jump and throws it wherever and then dr jumps into the ocean and there <laughs> there is a toxic masculinity to zach schneider that like and there's there's some things i like and there's quite it's a 50 50 proposition for me but man i i honestly think like yeah he's an idea guy but maybe not an execution guy i think we've <laughs> talked about before because we've done a bunch of his other movies and it's just kind of like he we need someone else to kind of reel him back and just like are you yeah. sure this is really what you want to do here but yeah the icelandic they need the russo brothers just like joss whedon actually needed the russo brothers because the action was somewhat weak in those original avenger movies I think the Russo brothers sort of cleaned it up and gave it a, a slight, you know, a different color palette, almost a little bit closer to Zack Schneider. Schneider has so much there. It's almost like a walking piece of art at times. And it's very graphic novelly. I can see why the fans really like dig into him, but he is not a good narrator. He is not a good story constructor. And he he's got the there's an arrogance there and you just can't shake it, you know? See, I don't understand how there's so many, like with all these big name characters and there's so many moments these that should big, be. These are big, big name yeah. characters. And, We're and, all rooting for it to work because we love the characters. And, so and there's so many moments that are like, that should be so badass and that should be so cool, but they all look terrible. All of them, like, they don't I seem very that, cool. But, yeah. <laughs> See, I disagree with that. Now, I know Tyler, one of the things I've learned since I've joined Talking Flick was that cartoons can be okay. Uh, so thanks for that. Yeah, Tyler. for sure. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> some of those stories that I loved from graphic novels that I had read and some comics that I had read, and I'm a DC guy over a Marvel guy, comic-wise for sure, 
Um, I, I want to see those live action and I want to see those done well. Ironically, the comic book, the uh, our animated movies do a good job of them. The live action, like I get like why you watch those animated movies or you play the Injustice video game and you want to see it live action. I want to see it, too, and I'm excited to see it. But the execution of that isn't it just doesn't work. And Zack Snyder's thing is just it's bigger, it's bigger, it's bigger, it's more epic. I mean, it's like the Godfather times a thousand and you just can't make money that way. And I think that you're just going to everybody's just going to eventually hate you. And even, I think even the diehards will eventually hate you. If you keep doing it. It's like an that. uncanny valley, Nick. All right. Yeah. So with cartoons doing crazy stuff, you are you accept it because cartoons doing crazy stuff, which but gives with, it an unfair advantage, which I always bring up the cloud eating the but, Batmobile. No, but yeah, the thing in a cartoon, is, fine. But yeah. You yeah. That in like an epic movie. That's that shot costs. No, you can. Dollars. You can. But you have to you have to establish the rules so that it works with this uh uh uh, Justice League movie it just seemed like they're trying to make it so realistic and so grounded that they didn't lean well, into the outlandish stuff if they did and they established that okay it can be like this then I think I would give it more of a pass but they tried to keep that badassery and okay, that, like, I know, that grounded I know what you're getting at, and, and I think your, your point is incredibly valid I'm going to give it to you but at the same time we have to tell America you didn't watch the 2017 very messy Justice League mishmash with Josh Whedon's quips in there. Some of those quips I missed, by the way. But um, that's part of it. Like this DC Warner Brothers, Zack Snyder thing was messy from the get-go. And it was very reactionary. It was very reactionary to the haters first. And then the Twitterverse sort of back, you know, came back with a vengeance and essentially made this movie happen. Uh, And I think all of that kind of leads into how messy it is. But if this truly is what he wanted, and I, I still have some doubts about that, uh, but if this movie and BBS Ultimate Cut and Man of Steel is ultimately his three movie arc, that's the closest thing we'll get to Zack Snyder's DC work verse. I I I think he's the wrong guy for the job. <laughs> I yeah. really do. It's a little weird too because you kind of see why he got fired from the job because like you're supposed to be making a movie, right? And you're thinking about uh, maybe two two and a half hours for something standard like this, and he has over four hours of material just all filmed and ready to go. We, we've said and it so... numerous times. I'm sure. <laughs> listen, I, I I know that you're going to admit, Tyler, that some of the things you saw you were excited to see in live action. I mean, even though it took a long time to get there, I was happy to see Martian Manhunter, for example, things of that nature, mild spoiler there. But I think that ultimately here, what happens is we've said it many times, if your story takes four hours to tell, okay, take four hours to tell it, but maybe movies aren't for you then, you know, at that point. (laughs) I think also too, it's kind of like you're, it's such a huge setup with at least those first two parts that you kind of have to have at least something as rewarding to for the conclusion, you know, for the ending, and you, at least with the you know the climax. But for oh, me, yeah. it's kind of like you have gonna so much set up for what, yeah. and it's yeah, really. Yeah. Well, I was satisfied. <laughs> and, I thought I got closure that I needed. Um, I mean, for certain things, like don't get me wrong, like there are certain things I like in this movie as far as visuals and as far as like a story as a whole. Like, yeah, it's better than Josh Whedon's Justice League, but it's just. Did it really need to take four hours? And also, too, this whole entire four-hour movie just felt like a setup for another movie that we're yeah. maybe never going to get. And I think that's the part where I feel cheated. Where <laughs> we're we're not going to get it's it. It's not the as question, satisfying the with question, the conclusion, right? And the question is, do you want it? You know, who wants it, and how many people want it? The first Justice League movie, and let's just briefly talk about the numbers here, cost roughly three hundred million dollars to make. Now, Schneider's part of that was around two fifty, two seventy-five. Whedon comes in for another twenty-five, thirty or so. It opens to less than 100 million. It makes worldwide 660, something like that. So it loses money when you factor in advertising and stuff. So it was an abject failure overall. Now, this movie tack on another 70 million. Okay. But now, you know, at least by the numbers, we'll never know the true numbers. HBO Max is saying it's a success. I think they have to. We've already said that there's nothing to lose here to begin with. It took uh, but my that's money. a huge yeah. investment. <laughs> For just this one story, you know what I mean? Um, And again, it really happened because social media just drove it to happening. The numbers are fascinating. The old Justice League movie, which I gave a 5.5 on the Shawshank scale, it's kind of on the lower end, was 40% critics, 71% audience. This new one, this new one, the numbers are fascinating. Critics gave it 74. Producer Ryan, guess the audience. I want you to guess it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't have to guess. Love this number. I'm just so surprised. <laughs> it's like the first thing I saw when I pulled IMDb. 85? Is it 96% 85? Not- audience. What? Yeah, it's You're wild. Welcome. So, you know, me watching this movie, I'm like, I'm not going to look up anything. I'm not going to look up reviews. I'm not going to look at the numbers. None of that stuff until I finished it. It did much better and critically, so, Tyler. Yeah. I was 
it's, really shocked by that, actually. It <laughs> is a little wild that it did so much better critically. I did not expect that number critically. Audience, I guess I get because there's such a big social media presence behind it. Those same people are going to, you know, yeah, they're, they're going to yeah. leave the reviews. They're the ones that are going to review it. And that's why it's going to have yeah, such a high rating. Yeah, and they're going to set rating. up like a script that will automatically like rate it like yeah. thousands of time or whatever. But like, I guess I know where that money, the budget for this movie went. It went into the pockets of the critics, I guess. Yeah, something because like how, that. Yeah. How could four a four hour movie like this like get bumped up so much? Yeah. this is insane so, to me. I wanted to I wanted to ask the question um, now that we've all seen it and we watch it different ways. Like I said, I actually stuck through the one sitting, and I for the most part didn't regret that um how much did this the pandemic and the lack of blockbusters and being able to go to the theater help or hurt this movie what's your take on that um i think the fact that there's nothing else kind of to watch right now maybe with the exception right. of Falcon and winter soldier Agreed. is kind of like okay you know what i think we can squeeze in at least you know three settings of watching this four-hour movie and i guess the nice part is because it is in parts you can kind of pause it after a part ends and then yeah. you know do what you have to do so and I I think people have been conditioned within this past year. There hasn't been any blockbusters. And the thing that people have been looking forward to, like Wonder Woman 1984, which I thought was an okay movie, um, like for a majority of people really tanked. So where their bar is set at the moment is pretty low. So for Great on a curve. To, yeah. We had already talked about that the other movie was, you know, abjectly pretty crappy, that they had nothing to lose here. But I still think it exceeded my expectations in terms of what the critics thought of it and certainly what the audience thinks of it. Um, but I do think there's a curve there with the COVID as well. Yeah. So it just kind of fits in this perfect little pocket of time. Can I ask the question of would you have preferred it to be the five or six episodes? Uh, um, yeah, I think it yeah, would have been better. So. I, I yeah. think they, because they could have, have lost steam that way, though, I think is the, the counter. Um, ah. If it is good as they said it was, then I don't think it would have, you know, but that's just me. And I think Pete, they, it would have given them an opportunity to clean up some of the rough edges because it's they're not limited to the constraint of that four-hour movie. Because when you look at four hours as a block, well, even if you're able to start and stop it at different times, it's still four hours altogether. Yeah. But if you want the vision or whatever, when it came out, like nine episodes, that's still over four hours but you're able I agree. to take it that's an excellent point and you are very much a time guy producer ryan yes. so like investment of time wandavision is still more than this movie mm. um and honestly if you made me pick between the two uh, i don't know i kind of like zach schneider's justice league better <laughs> <laughs> i, I <laughs> don't kill me to, for that i wanted to make a comment so how do you take like I, like you can't do that in 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 writing to make a bad guy the the big bad of the movie. What happened to Chris Terrio? You picked Argo as your first movie with the pod I was on <laughs> at least together, and he all he has done is write these brooding DC movies since that. It's shocking. Yeah, but but the big bad, the big bad in the movie, you don't even make him like the strongest thing in the movie. Like you, you spent the entire movie building up to dark side. So to uh, Tyler's point, it definitely just seems like they're building into a, a whole nother movie. Yeah. And that's like, my thing on it is the power settings with these bad guys. It's all over the place. Cause you have yeah. Steppenwolf who's able to kind of really do some harm and really knock back against wonder woman, Aquaman flash, like really all of them. Right. But then you see like in that opening shot with Darkseid when he first comes to Earth, he gets his ass handed to him by basically Zeus and Ares, you know? And yeah. so it's just kind of like, okay, so Darkseid isn't as OP'd as, you know, you know, that we think he is because he got his ass handed to him the first time. Well, he there, up there on is Earth. mythos and, there. I was going to ask you guys a question on the mythos. This is based on a bunch of stuff, Injustice, Apocalypse, Crisis on Infinite Earth, you name it, it's crammed into here. But um, the setting was that this is Darkseid pre when he becomes Darkseid. Uh, he's something else, I guess, after, when he tries to take Earth the first time. And I think him with the mother boxes is what makes him more powerful. Did I miss that? Did I get that wrong? Oh, like, I he don't never, know. Yeah, he, he never, never activated yeah. the mother boxes on Earth and he never got them. They, they, they were there. They were just on Earth and he was trying to get that and the anti-life life equation. Oh, really? I thought I he brought it with him. I thought he brought the mother boxes with him and I guess he just left them behind. So. <laughs> Oh, Tyler, I think, yeah, you are correct. Yeah, yeah I think that he brought it. So if he brought it with him, in, in why did comics, he have to activate like, it in Earth? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's a good question. The, the mother box thing is awfully confusing. And also, like, in the comics, are they also witches or whatever that was representative of what the mother boxes are? Not well, usually, is that supposed to be no. technology? I, like, I don't understand when I they were explaining it. When they were explaining it, they are like, it's technology. It neither knows good or bad or life or death or whatever. And then, obviously... 
it's working towards evil <laughs> because like why would it try to tempt uh uh cyborg yeah. when he's in it and stuff like that like how do you set up that rule and say what you want to say and then all of a sudden just do throw it all out the window and that that's another thing like i get it it's four hours long they have to keep it moving but Everyone has an answer to something. There's no deliberation. There's no questioning. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. Wonder Woman knows. Knows exactly. I go into a room. I see a bunch of pictures. Oh, yeah. I see a dude. That's definitely Steppenwolf. Or, oh, yeah, those are the mother boxes. Or Dark Side's coming. I don't know how they're able to jump to these conclusions so quickly. And they do a pretty good job of, like, determining the timeline. They there's never any like discussion or deliberation outside of the stupid like trying to figure out what the mother box is I like oh that scene was so freaking corny when they're like i'm not gonna say it and then cyborg projects a no, hologram yeah, on you're... superman <laughs> uh, that, uh, i'll show you i won't say it but i'll show you like it, it's i it's agree such that part a was corny wonky. but it was wonky in the first scene. one too yeah <laughs> yeah it's like we're gonna use it to bring back superman i mean i guess I not do, a bad idea but... i do think that that the impetus for them joining together it's in the first one it's incredibly weak like it feels a little bit unearned especially if you were sort of like lukewarm on bbs and i think that continues on into the josh whedon 2017 version and this one also it still feels unearned but ultimately i feel like this one executed it better than the other one but it's a low bar yeah mm. after kind of watching this too i'm like oh man Zack snyder caught the first two seasons of the boys because there's that scene with wonder woman where she just goes hams on the bat on those bad guys and she kills like a bunch of them you see one go into the wall and his head splatters and oh half. yeah yeah and like in yeah, the beginning, and so, the, yeah in the beginning yeah, violence, so, blood splatter I, like i was rated r and i kind of you know i'm somewhat surprised by that i didn't really see that myself yeah i mean like there's blood splatter there's blood splatter in there but it's not anything like super crazy you know you get some things here there it's more with the parademons than anything else which they can kind of get away with because they're not really you know humans they're insect things and so yeah but, i didn't like him in the 2017 version and i still don't like the parademons in this one slightly better but not scary like they should be i, I just think there's there's so many like cliches and so many like zoom up detail things that weren't necessary it's just kind of like this is supposed to be cool this is supposed to be cool but it feels like you're inflating it so much that it's not cool. Like talking about um, Wonder Woman when she's beating up all those guys. That's pretty awesome. Kicking butt and stuff like that. That's cool. Whatever. But then that 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 moment where uh, the bomb goes off and then the guy pulls out the gun and then he shoots and then there's this close up of him si switching it from single shot to uh, automatic or whatever. And then this crappy CG of her moving quickly and like that's supposed to be badass. But it it i feel like they spent so much time to say hey look we're gonna do something really cool right now everyone watch everyone watch come on come on and then it ends up not living up to the hype so i think that i remember when civil war happened with marvel and i wanted that to be like a really good movie and it was russo brothers and i thought it was fine pretty good um it's not as good as the winter soldier which preceded it but i remember being nervous that they were going to introduce spider-man and black panther in that movie feeling like the narrative is going to be messy. They're not going to be able to make that work. They sort of did here. It's a little bit of the same. They're introducing Cyborg, presumably, although we already know kind of what happens because we've seen the older movie. They're introducing Barry Allen. Uh, they're introducing Aquaman. And it's a lot of heavy lifting to do to keep the narrative moving with that. But compared to Whedon's, which was really messy and didn't give anybody full arcs, the Cyborg arc is much improved. The Aquaman one's a little bit better. And certainly the Barry Allen Central City, which is cool, too, um, is, is significantly better, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's the thing, like the standout in this movie has got to be for sure, like your Aquaman, your Barry Allen's and even like Cyborg, like those are the the ones that shine the most. And it's weird because maybe because we've yeah. gotten we've gotten Batman before we've gotten Wonder Woman before. But this is and I would say more like the Flash <laughs> and anything else. Like I like the Flash scenes a lot more than anything else. And yeah, one, yeah. One of my big pet peeves like throughout this entire movie is, of course, the slow motion. Because yeah. it's just done so much. Oh my and goodness! I, I oh feel bad that he goodness. can't help himself. Yeah, and so it's <laughs> juxtaposed by like uh, Hallelujah or like oh Junkie XL brooding. And, <laughs> yeah. and again, like you got to have the context of his daughter did commit suicide. The realities of real life caught up with Zack Snyder, in addition to Warner Brothers noting him to death, etc. 
But I, I felt that there was more emotion and there's more heartbreak in this one just from the perspective of the director. Whether or not it works with superheroes is another conversation. But there was some sadness here just in the tone and stuff that I think is different than what it would have been had that not happened to his daughter, obviously. Um, I mean, me watching this throughout, you know, I couldn't help but laugh at a lot of these scenes because it really is with each scene, especially like the first two halves, it's such a basic formula where you have so much slow-mo happening and then there's just the reuse of the same exact score where you yeah. have the same score with Wonder Woman every single oh, time every of time. the latest well, singing okay, yeah. so every I'm gonna, single I'm time. I'm going to counter that so, because I, I like the Zimmer Wonder Wonder Woman score in the 2017 version and I love Danny Elfman. Believe me, I love that 89 Batman soundtrack. It's really messy. It's very cut and pasted in that 2017 one. Even though this one is like much more solemn, it's got Distant Sky, the Nick Cave song. There is a, there's all this weird sort of like over emotional songs in there that don't match what's happening necessarily on screen. I still feel like it's an improvement on what we got in the 2017 version. We got to remember the bar. The bar was low, so we didn't have to jump too high to get over it. I mean, the thing is, though, it's not that there's anything with the quality of it. It's just the amount of times they reuse the same track of it. So they just love reusing that Wonder Woman it. track, though. Well, it's not, <laughs> I'm not talking about like the dun, 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 like that's fine. You know, like the classic Wonder Woman track is fine. But when she like actually is getting ready to fight and they do like the lady singing in the background, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's the one that yeah. they reuse the I, most. I had the subtitles. It, yeah, I had the subtitles yeah, on the whole time. And they all like every time I see it says like ancient chanting or yeah, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> there is a there is a problem that there are so many characters and each character has their own score. No matter how you do this, it's always gonna be a little weird. Yeah, but but Wonder just... Woman's is definitely the one that appears the most and the yeah, one sure, that yeah. stood out and makes yeah. me just roll my eyes. And it's kind of like, you know, with the slow-mo and that score too, it's like, do we really need it for every single shot? Because you're just kind of, you know, beating the exactly. you know, beating a dead exactly. horse. You're keep on doing it. And it's just, do you really need to do it? Because you can just continue the scene without having a, ma- a massive score or a you know major slow motion event happen again but the one thing i did like with the slow-mo was of course the flash that was the only Mm. time i'm like okay i will (laughs) give it a pass because i actually did enjoy the flash a lot in this okay so one thing i want to say first is like are we giving it a good score because it's better than the original or because it's a good movie because i haven't seen the original obviously and i don't want to watch watch movies if if it's well well, (laughs) we've established that over a hundred (laughs) episodes if this is better than the original movie then there's no way i'm gonna watch the original movie ever (laughs) that's a good question tyler what do you think should you watch does it does it would it make you like this movie more if you watch the 2017 version or is that one just garbage now let that one go um i'd say they're both about the same you know and i know that's kind of a cop-out but in all honesty it's kind of like they're they're a little both forgetful and i just think trash is trash. honestly the, the, the lack <laughs> the, of the upper lip weird cgi alone helped a lot <laughs> yeah and you know it's just i appreciate that this is the original version and maybe that's why i'll give it like a, a little bit more than the josh whedon one but also to like the story as a whole is better and actually complete compared to the josh whedon one so i guess i'd have to give it to this but the same thing that we're kind of hit with is the really four hour journey worth the payoff at the end. And my answer is like, well, no, it's not because <laughs> now if, if Zack Schneider was like, let's just say this came out originally and it didn't make 660, but it got over a billion and Warner Brothers said, let's keep going and let's do the apocalypse nightmare or whatever next. Would that have changed your mind or would that have given you a little bump, for for example? Um, I think it's just like I'd be intrigued, but it's kind of like, well, I already saw, you know, the cartoon version of that. And it's pretty right. much what, what else are you going to give me, you know, besides just something I can That's watch. That's really my follow up question to you guys. Too. You know, Tyler is, uh, because he's made me watch some of these cartoons, begrudgingly, mm-hmm. yep. uh, I've learned a little <laughs> bit more about some of these stories, and I, and I and some of them I like, and I did play the Injustice game, which I really like both the first and the second one. So this story is very familiar to me. You know, it was Jack Kirby that brought in sort of that new gods and that stuff, and I know that's what Zack Snyder really loves about this. But again, I'm not sure he's a good shepherd for those stories, unfortunately. But I also, now that it's out there... I don't know that you want to reboot or just give it to somebody else. Maybe that's just not conducive to live action. Yeah. I mean, Warner Brothers is going to go bankrupt because you can't just keep on filming, you know, six, eight hour movies, you know, because I do think that what this movie tried to accomplish could have been done in about two and a half hours if you had done everything right and took out what didn't need to be in there. 
I don't know if I understand why they included... be hard to let go of that smelling the sweater scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's a must have. All right. <laughs> I got to have that scene in there. But you can it's keep just... Green Lantern, but she smells that sweater for five minutes. Yeah. All right. Warner Brothers. <laughs> so, that, and what's that's crazy to me also, Green Lantern freaking got trashed in that fight with, in the war and stuff. I actually thought there was some emotion there. I was a little bit moved by how badly he died. I forget that... which character that is, but he got wrecked. The the whole fight in it in itself was what five minutes like that yeah. whole big epic battle thing that it looked better been than longer. the other one like, I know I keep saying that uh, but it was cool to see Zeus kind of kick some butt He's yeah so but ripped, it, yeah still like very three hundred right that was that was <laughs> that was only five minutes like only yeah. and they they showed yeah. that in real time freaking Dark Side gets his ass handed to him like that was supposed to be a super epic badass part but it's again. And it just seems like man that that just it just sucks like <laughs> like they build it up to make it seem all cool but then it doesn't really seem badass another point is like batman is so bad in this movie like not his acting but just how useless he is everyone like, knows his identity like, <laughs> yeah everyone knows it's bruce wayne is batman everyone knows that clark kent is superman like they're not even trying to put a thin veil of their secret identity batman is so bad in this movie they have have to do things to make him look cooler and he looks dumb when he's riding around in a batmobile he looks stupid any shots that were of his face he looked so dumb like all this action is going on around him and he's just like tossing a turn i know it can be done i know that a good superhero movie can be done because we've seen it before we've seen it within the marvels and i'm not trying to bring up this debate of which is better marvel or dc i just know that it can be done and it's when DC. you <laughs> and Maybe when not you, cinema, te- cin- you know, movie wise, but it's DC again. So I think what made the whole Marvel superhero movies all right was the rules that they established. They they all kind of fit in. Definitely, there are some things that are kind of like contradictions within the movies, and you can debate about that to death. But in this movie, there's a lot of times you kind of feel like that doesn't seem right. Can Why? I ask the question? <laughs> but you know, we covered Brightburn some time ago on the podcast and there is an obsession in the video games and in the graphic novel world of the all powerful Superman God. Um, if he goes bad, if things go awry, does this movie at least put to bed some of the, uh, the people wanting to really pursue that storyline. Are we just about done with that now? Um, no. I think it eggs on it more that they're going to want to see that. If they want to see yeah. an evil Superman, like this is the movie to set it up with it. And same thing, it's just, did we need four hours to get there? I think we could have done it in two, maybe even two and a half for sure. And I always wanted to, I wanted to ask it's you guys. It's interesting that Schneider didn't actually add, like he wasn't bad for all that long. It was very similar to what Whedon did. Yeah, mm. so I mean, it's just, one of the things I wanted to know is, do you think we needed as much Lois Lane as we did? You know, I know it sets up some emotional beats and everything, but it's just like, do out of everything that they're trying to show us, is that something we need to focus on? BVS. Remember our conversations, Tyler, of how many times does she fall in the water? How many times does she almost die? Now I know she's supposed to be the saving grace, the key is Lois, all this other sort of stuff that they cram in there. But, and even though I love Amy Adams and I think she's a good Lois Lane, unfortunately the writing and the narrative is the problem. And that's what Zack Schneider really needs help with. And I think it's just, we have so many characters and you kind of have to pick and choose which ones are going to get more of an arc than others. And it's kind of like, ah, I'm kind of tired of the whole Martha Lois Lane thing. You know, I I get it adds an emotional moment, you know, to Superman. The Martha, the Martha Martian Manhunter. Oh yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was, that was cool. It was just like when they were talking about like, oh, there's going to be another character in here. Like when I heard like, oh, there's going to be a new character and I'm like it's Martian Manhunter it's gonna be Martian Manhunter yeah. because <laughs> it's still you cool know, to see him though yeah, yeah it's it's all right like it's just like you know you can do it you can you can do the visual effects on it he does look good in it but it's just I did I thought he looked good actually just, I was surprised he looked that good considering uh Steppenwolf looks but so we crappy. don't even really get him you know we don't get him in any of the fights yeah, he doesn't any of the do action anything. scenes he, he really doesn't, doesn't join and it's well, just we're like we're gonna get it to the many many endings of this movie and I think that ending was supposed to be Green Lantern originally and they had to make some kind of deal to get Martian Manhunter there but I liked it I I still liked it at the very end. It's just weird to me. Like if he was a little bit more part of the That's actual narrative or part of the storyline, I and, think it'd and be he was in Man of Steel, so there's some there's some connections there. Yeah, too. but it's just he's not really not fully. Enough. He's just not fully a part of this story, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And because yeah. it's like, why does he show up and talk to you know Lois Lane as Martha? You know, it's kind of like, why does he do that? And it's just well, we don't know. He just does. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, presumably, yeah. I guess the question mark is was he here? Was he General uh, Swan Swanwick or Swanwick or whatever in Man of 
of Steel, was that Martian Manhunter the whole time? Probably. That's, I guess that's the question. Mark. I think yeah, so, I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah, it's just trying to sow that seed. But one thing right. I wanted to bring up, if we're talking about Lois Lane and Martha, wow. Martha! Martha's reaction to Superman coming back to life is so subdued. Like, are you... It is a little weird, yeah. <laughs> it that is, was a little odd. <laughs> I thought it was just so weird. She's like, oh... You're back. <laughs> it's like it's just like no, no real can, tears can, or can anything. Also, no, like, can we also acknowledge that like Zack Snyder should not be trusted with the baby oil? He smathers <laughs> that stuff on too too much. He's using that too liberal there. So begins the end. For dark time. I've never seen a being this strong. Maybe one. He's back. I spent a lot of time trying to divide us. I made a promise to him on his grave. I need to bring us together. There are enemies coming from far away. They serve an old power. This world is divided. No protectors here. No lanterns. No Kryptonium. It will fall in his name. I have turned the worlds to dust. All of existence shall be mine. I have a second chance. I am not going to waste it. I, I want to say that, Tyler, I agree with you. You know what? I actually... I don't think that Aquaman is all that cool in this movie. I think the yeah. interesting characters are Flash, Cyborg, and Superman. Honestly, I think I think that his arc was right. actually all right. Yeah, but um, the, he's the actually thing, better in the other one because he's a little funnier. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I the, think the, you know the thing that sucks though is I do like the Flash and all his interactions when he's Barry Allen. Um, but when he's the actual Flash, he's useless. He like he. Oh, has, I disagree with that. He, I actually thought he, he got more to do in this one than the other one, and I really liked the they way had they to chose give that to, show to him. His power. They had to give that to him because they, we needed to show another badass think, moment. Like, like they had to, like you know, have him mess up. But it's like all of it when he when he messes up, he, he messed up in every single fight. Like he doesn't show that he's badass, and the only time that they show that he's I badass think that shows a non, is because a he messed fully up. Formed superhero, and <laughs> yeah. I think if you get paradox, you have a chance to correct some of that. Yeah, and I think mm. so too. It's kind of like he's a new Flash, so that's why I'm kind of like, okay, he's a new Flash. He's not a fighter, and he kind of I guess when mentions in Josh Whedon thing. I feel emotion. You know? I mean, I guess like, when he trips, I'm just like, man, he ate shit. And so, <laughs> yeah, he does every single time. And there's only so many times that I could see that from him. And then, okay, prime example. First time he comes in and they save all the scientists and it's his opportunity. Uh, he's told by Batman, you and Cyborg get these people to safety. And all he does is just like, run up ahead of them and then run back just making quips like come on you guys keep up or stuff like that why didn't he show okay. like i'm like, not going to continuously the- compare it to the 2017 version but let's compare it to marvel and what iron man tony stark does with spider-man who's not a fully formed character in a couple of those movies too it's not that different i i, I didn't watch that <laughs> i didn't watch it so i can't tell you <laughs> i mean it's just i think well, you saw endgame yeah, I think he did. Like, he did something though. Like he actually like showed oh, that he was did some stuff. What did he do? What did he do that actually helped the team outside of like and that that redeeming thing, that cool, uh, that super cool thing was only done because he fucked up. Like, what was the okay, cool well, thing that he, he did? He saves that, people's lives by moving fast and getting him out of there. But he also understands his power, and his power is the key reason a they can bring Superman back, and b the time thing, which they at least they preface in the beginning before they get to it nine hours later, um, is what causes the next piece of the puzzle and continuously moves it along. And it also shows you narratively he's learning his powers and he doesn't totally understand the ramifications of it. Yeah. He has some idea that shit could go really bad, and I think that's important if they ever make the paradox or whatever they do next. 
Yeah, I think the thing with Flash is just like he's a new character. He obviously just got his his, his powers, and he's still he's great. establishing. We know he's got the and problems with Ezra. It is, knows great in that part. It is a little weird that you know when he's helping people out that he's just kind of like zooming back in, zooming back out. But it just feels like just straight filler. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. just uh, not yeah. so much. I don't know. Yeah, his just, face also is perfect yeah. for that. He I has mean, this sort of boyish like yeah, wonderment about him. It, but yeah, it's just like it just feels like straight filler for him to get quips in and stuff like that. But he does end yeah. up saving them before the rocks crash on it. But I do really like that scene when he does you know reverse time in that moment to be able it to looks, save it it's, and it is it, it looks, looks great, great. Like, it does yeah. look great and i give it to him that one was cool but again I, I, what i'm saying is what he adds as a, like a superhero in the team of justice uh, justice league yeah. is is the kind of garbage yeah. but and, like i, I and think I, that's I, a fair I, point yeah. i want to i want to compare that to when they first introduced him because he is capable like he saves that girl and he un- like like you said he understands yeah, but it's the same power. move he He's yeah. using his speed to save her. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, mean, I know. Again, but he, they they highlight the right moments in that moment. He looks by the way, great that shot as, is beautiful when he saves the girl. Again, yeah. there are some things that Zack Snyder does. It's Fabian Wagner that does cinematography here. Boy, he can make things look cool. You just got to get him a better writer, and maybe he shouldn't be directing. But, yeah. but what I'm saying that when you compare that to the rest of the movie of like blows of off the Flash, his shoes, that looked great. Yeah, when yeah. you compare that to all the things that the Flash does in the rest of the movie, like that was the coolest part, and then the coolest part was, uh, uh, and the other Maybe cool part was him restarting time. Everything else is just garbage. Yeah, visually, like I think everything with the Flash looks good. It's just does he need to be as goofy or as silly as a character, like when he's actually being the actual Flash, you know, and actually trying I think to save if you lives? Want, and so, if the ultimate plan for Snyder, and we have to presume that he thought he was going to get at least further down the line, there was to get the Flashpoint paradox or Apocalypse or, or Crisis on Infinite Earths. I think you have to show the growth and to show the growth, he's got to be a little naive at first. Yeah, I get that. But it's just still like I'm I'm totally fine with it. And I'm fine with everything with the Flash. How do you guys like as far as when they, you know, show the Flash forwards, you know, where they show the Earth that's been, you know, destroyed. And then we get, of course, the Joker for whatever reason, no. <laughs> and, no, no. you know, and I don't know. It's it was just, weird. I guess we don't live in a society. They yeah. cut that line, which is odd. And it's it's just weird where it's kind of I thought for a second you know, when we were kind of wrapping up and they show that scene right there and they bring back Superman, I thought for a split second, it's like they don't save Lois and then they're going to do a flashpoint in that movie. And I think I would have felt a little bit better where it was similar to like Apocalypse War, where that yeah. current timeline gets messed up. You know, Superman and you I'd see be fine. Superman over a charred body. You presume yeah. that's Lois. Also, there's hints that Lois is pregnant in this movie. Let's not. Yeah, there uh, is. And I that. think. I think if they would have done that in this movie where, you know, there's hints that she's pregnant, but they kill her off in this movie and then they do evil Superman and then they finish it with a flashpoint. I would have, have been, been a lot more satisfied. But, with Warner, it. but again, so. even though Schneider got the full view, if you read the notes here and we don't have to go deep dive, let's leave that to social media. He still had to make deals with Warner Brothers. So yeah. that might have just been something that he wanted to do. And Warner Bros. like no chance, buddy. Yeah, I mean, maybe not in this movie. Maybe it's something that was planned because you didn't see Apocalypse War, right? It's good. You should watch it. It's not mm. four hours long, so that's already a win right there. So, <laughs> I but, saw it. I saw yeah, it. it's good. It's good. It's it's it, it is good. It is good like yeah. it's it, a, it was supposed to be wrecked in that. Yeah, and a, like the Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, which of course is a cartoon. It's supposed to be what these original Justice League movies were supposed to, you know. We're right. going to be like before, the, I guess, everything got mess- okay, messier. I, I think it's, I, I want to answer your question. I think it's fan service, but I actually think in this case, I don't roll my eyes at it. I actually thought it was really rewarding fan service to see like Wonder Woman with the things on her eyes, to see yeah. uh, some of the flashes where they get wrecked, potentially Lois being dead, to see Superman in the original costume with the red eyes, and to see Batman sort of team up with Deathstroke, which I thought was really, I had yeah. a little nerdgasm there. So, I mean, I it was better. Maybe the Joker thing wasn't perfect, but when he talks about Robin, I still sort of perked up in my seat. Yeah. You know, it's four hours in. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, and I just, I just think it would have been better if they went that route for this this movie you know we're watching this for four hours i still think that would have been the best route to do it for this movie right here like i know you know the, it was supposedly done and they just had to do visual effects and everything but i really think with how everything warner brothers has gone with the dc universe like it would have been nice if they just showed us a completely totally messed up earth from evil superman lois Lane dead all these people dead and they just have to do a flashpoint to restart everything you know mm-hmm. like i would have been perfectly fine with that but you know we we just got what we got. And I think that four hour setup, it's just not worth that payment that we get at the end because same thing, it just sets everything up 
okay, now you have to, you'll get that reward in the next movie. And so, okay. And I think that's why I'm a little, dis- little a lot disappointed with it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, I, and it, this is a complicated thing, right? I know what pe- there's some things that like comic book fans and especially people who like the DC animated want. And then there's like, you got to fight the studio and you got to keep the budget down and you got to turn a profit. Uh, there's a What's lot a of budget? things going on. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it's not that easy. And I get Zack Snyder's taking on something that it just might be almost impossible to do, or maybe he's just not the right person to do it. But can I ask you, Tyler, specifically on the 2017 version, did you miss any of the quips? Did you miss anything on that? Um, Not so much, because I think we got a lot of good stuff just from like, you know, Flash and Cyborg and even Aquaman interacting. Like, I really like it when Flash and Aquaman are talking. He's like, number one or number two, or, you know, when he's trying on the different hats. Right, like, yeah, yeah. I know it's stupid, but I like it. Like, I like I stupid liked, stuff uh, like Commissioner that. Commissioner Gordon, so, uh, it's good to see you playing well with others. I, I missed that line. There was a couple of them I kind of missed. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> but the I, lighting was awful in the Whedon one. So, I don't like that brightness. I prefer yeah, the darkness. I think this one, the lighting was a little bit, I mean, it just fits the tone of the entire movie. Right, I mean, obviously, right. but I think that right there is just something where they there's just a more of a coherent tone which really helps the other one is just like it's a shock to the senses yeah. all right so do you guys have any final thoughts or any final things you want to bring up on this before we rate it uh, i think any... if i if i give more of my opinions on it i would just, <laughs> we're gonna be here all day man yeah, we're gonna be, yeah. Yeah. there's so many there's, <laughs> I'm, I've, it. <laughs> I've restrained myself so it was much, much better than <laughs> like i <laughs> As I was watching the movie, I was arguing the entire time on my television. Um, so I'm going to spare you guys all that. Yeah. But yeah, we should just close Don't this Don't worry. Up. Next year, on the on the, on the the one-year anniversary of the Snyder Cut, we'll rewatch it. And Tyler, I can't believe yeah, you made me watch this movie. I can't you wait for the ultimate it. cut of this movie. Yeah, it's, oh, my God. Yeah, I can't wait for the director-director's cut. Like, oh man. Yeah, so... I don't know, like immediately, like, of course, after right as soon as I was done watching this, this isn't my actual score, by the way. But as soon as I finished watching this, I'm like, wow, that's like a three and a half right there. Like, it's pretty (laughs) like I was like, wow, that was weird. And I think it's just because like me watching it and I, I lowered my expectations and I went as neutral as I possibly could. Right. And I wanted it to be good. You know what I mean? Like I'm investing four hours into this. I wanted it to be good. But it's just when scene by scene, you know what's going to happen because they just keep on doing the same thing over and over again. And I think just those two big pet peeves of mine, like with the score, reusing the same score over and over again, at least for certain scenes when you're getting ready to build up action. And then even like just reuse or just doing slow motion, you know, to death. It just feels so long and it feels so overdone. So I think I I'm going to have to give this like a five and a half. There is some good stuff in there, though. It is better than the other Justice League movie. I don't even remember what I gave that one. But story as a whole, it is better. It's just do we really need the four hours to get there? I think we could have done it in two and a half. And I think I would have been just as satisfied, if not ready for the next one. So but I'm going to give it a five and a half. I still think it's worth the watch if you're a part of the scene and you want to see what it's like. But I understand taking it part by part and just, you know, not being able to finish four hours in one go. But that's my score. And I was really surprised when I saw the ratings after I finished it. So, Okay. So for me, listen, I gave the 2017 version of five and a half and I was being generous again. I love these characters. So it's almost like for me, I get excited and I want them to work so badly that I, my curve is a little, there's a little bit of bias in there. This is clearly better than the 2017 version. The first, you could cut an hour out of this and you would be fine. Maybe yeah. you couldn't get it down to like below three hours, but you could get it to three hours. Yeah. And, you know, he, there is some arrogance here that's unfortunate, but there is a lot of things I liked in it. Ultimately, for me, I fell on a 6.0 and I do think there's a little bit of room to grow. I gave BVS the ultimate cut a six and a half and I kind of I still revisit that. I actually watched that before. You got to watch the ultimate cut. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's a better movie and the narrative is better here. You're adding more characters. He just keeps going for it and going for it. And I do think he would benefit for somebody reeling him in. Um, I do like that the, uh, uh, he did donates the proceeds of this movie to suicide prevention. I do think I can see the influence of the loss in the family that he suffered in this movie. And I think the movie actually benefits from it. I miss some of the lightness, to be honest with you. I don't know if I'm just getting so marvelized in the way I think about superhero movies, but I could have used a few more laughs. Um, ultimately, though, I don't feel like I wasted my time. The rewatchability factor is what's going to hurt this thing. Am I ever going to watch it again? That's the question mark. That's why it sits at a six. But I do think there's potential for some room to grow here. So, uh, man, you guys have been very kind to this movie. And <laughs> Nick, you you brought it up. Rewatchability. I am never going to watch this movie again. <laughs> never. That is like 100%. <laughs> like, I can tell you, hands down, that's not going to happen. Um, 
this movie in my like it you're going to watch terrible. wandavision again <laughs> probably not either uh yeah i'll i'll eventually get to it i haven't finished it but <laughs> i'd like you know i'll probably get to it but i'm just saying I wish I had those four hours back. Um, there's they're so much gone, other, Ryan. Yeah, they're, they're gone. gone forever. This is forever. Like, like. There's no flash. There's no flash. Is going to rewind time for me or whatever. Uh, like this is bad, man. There's so many cliches, so many things that I was just yelling. Why? Why are they doing this? And like, you want this to work. You really want this to work. And I don't know if it's the bias the other way that I I, I love these characters so much that seeing them like this it just makes me feel like the movie is trash. I still love the characters. They need to do something else with these characters and make something better. I'm going to give it a four. And I Oof. wouldn't suggest watching it. Like to anyone that I talk to, they would ask me, oh, you watched uh, Justice League, does next side for it? I would say, no, don't watch it. You don't need to watch it. <laughs> don't watch it. It's not that great. There's so watch many. Ricky O instead. <laughs> there's so much other media out there that you could watch and take in that you it would be more enjoyable. You could read the comic books for uh for these superheroes. You can That's watch. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, you That's can watch right uh, 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 Apocalypse, uh, War on Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. 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 Apocalypse yeah. War. It's good. Yeah. Like you could watch that. Why would you spend four hours putting yourself through torture? I don't understand it. So it's getting a four. That is straight up. <laughs> I like it. It's bad, man. The quote of the year by our garbage boy. So, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of other content, I think we're ready to move on to recommendations. So is there anything you guys caught over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend or don't want to recommend? I'll go first with yeah, this. Go for I it. know Nick is going to laugh at me. It's an anime and it's Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> and it is so freaking good. If you haven't watched it, I like it's uh I don't know where it's on. I think I thought I saw it on HBO Max, but maybe I was just like a fever dream After or something. After 4 hours of Schneiderverse, everything feels like HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, where did wherever I you can find it. Wherever you can find it, it's called Jujutsu Kaisen. You know like Jujutsu the martial arts or whatever. Yeah, but yeah we're good. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it's heard of it. uh it's really good. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's both heavy and oh, give us the light. premise. Give us a quick uh, one sentence premise. Uh, it deals with curses that exist within the world and take a physical manifestation. And there are these people that exercise these curses. And one of them uh, is imbued with a curse. So he's both exercises and has the ability to like manipulate curses. And it, it's pretty cool. It, it's essentially like fighting against zombies, but they're more supernatural than that. I like um, it. Yeah, it's really heavy because it deals with death. How but long are they the also episodes? Do, uh, like 25 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and they go by really quickly. So if you're able to catch it, watch a few episodes. And if you're into it, keep it going because it gets pretty epic. Okay, I'll go next. I, I saw, well, I'm going to say this first. Um, I'm going to recommend a podcast. I know I, this was a lot of fun to talk about this, but for those really big diehard Schneider fans, I'm going to recommend the Big Picture podcast, which did a four-hour watch-along credit to those guys so check that out on the ringer that could have been um, us tyler that could have yeah, been us. it still so can lucky be we didn't do that yet. <laughs> why waste um, four hours also, so you can waste eight <laughs> but also i did catch the first episode of the falcon and the winter soldier and watching that after watching the schneider cut was a little bit weird it's also very different than wandavision i'll give no spoilers i like the way it looks it's more russo brothers than it is the wandavision look but ultimately i i wasn't that into it and I, I'm hoping that it gets a little bit better. Yeah, I'm going to be watching that pretty much right after we're done recording. So I'm a little curious, too, because after getting Snyder all, you know, in it's there, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to, to cleanse my palate. Yeah, I've been watching The Hard Times of R.J. Berger, if you guys remember that show at uh, all. So yeah. um, that's from 2010. What a different year to do comedy, man. I don't <laughs> that's like one of those things where like could to get away with doing it today. And it's probably no. It's about this uh, high Cancel school. Cancel culture will not allow. Yeah, it would. No, I don't <laughs> think so. It's about this high school teenager who has a big ding dong. That's what it's about. Oh. It was an MTV. It was an MTV <laughs> show. Yeah, I don't even they know what this is. Did a biopic on me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wish, so, Nick. You wish. Yeah, it's it's good. It's funny. Like it's really good. It was one of those things that got like abruptly canceled after two seasons, and there was like a fan <laughs> backlash. Yeah, yeah, I wonder why too. Yeah, but no, it is actually really good. It's not on anywhere. You can get it on Apple iTunes. Just for as 10 much slow mo so. in that in that show as well. <laughs> yeah, just as much. Yeah. So, oh man, but uh, that's what I got there for a recommendation. Uh, next week. 
week? Do we know what we're doing or we're just going to do it the day of? We're going to do uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, okay, uh, one, cool. two, three episodes, something like that. Great, we're going to get everybody, to, we're going to force everybody to watch it and see what they think there. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Force people to watch it and then force them to tell me what you think. So. <laughs> that, that's basically his podcast. Yeah, that's basically his. That's right. Like, Ryan, you I know you I don't was... like long movies. Here's a four hour epic. Give I want you to watch it. <laughs> think I wanted to watch that? Thanks a lot, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bunch of other three, Never four hour movies we can watch. Never yeah. Again. So. <laughs> All right. Where can we find you at? <laughs> Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. If you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. You can always find me at realwatchability.com, top 10 movies of the year, top 10 movies of all time. East to West with Nick and Rob, we recast, reboot Major League Two on the next episode. Hit me up at Twitter at RealWatch. And we're talking flick. Follow us over on Twitter at flick underscore talking. If you really like us, you can leave a rating and review, whatever if podcast you're app you listen to. Going to rate us. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh uh, we also have Patreon. We can donate any amount of money and get access to other content. We'll take and mother boxes. We'll take mother boxes, even father boxes. They won't introduce those yet. <laughs> Maybe they will. Uh, and we'll I have was the a- one who got the Green Lantern ring. Just shouts. That just was it. It went to you. Yeah, it went to. You. It didn't go to Ryan Reynolds. It just went straight to you. I just <laughs> made myself a bigger TV. That's all I used it for. So. <laughs> Do you get free cable at least? Oh, yeah. You still got to pay for it. Yeah. I got still- Peacock yeah. Now. I'm ready for Peacock. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Patreon. You can donate any amount of money, get access to other content we have. Uh, we have a link in the description for everybody's stuff. Finish the show, Ryan. Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. Possibly. If Zack Schneider had a dollar for every possibly. Let's see. Are you ready to sing Hallelujah? Are you going to do it? This is your one only time. Hallelujah. All right. It's great in Watchmen, sort of. So tell me, tell me, you have to explain to me why the hell did the uh, Victor's dad go into the room with the mother box? Yeah, he could have walked out, right? Like he still didn't have to go in the room. Uh, It's debatable. He's trying to to make sure that he uh, basically protects his son and gets the job done, which is marking where the box is. I guess is that what I get? I get. Maybe he has to calibrate the laser or something. I get what he he had to do. Totally hate their relationship. But I don't think it worked the way he thought it was gonna. He like he didn't have to kill himself. I like himself. Cyborg though. I all like he them. did, all he did was put it on the table and then flip a switch. He could have just put it on. I the think table the better question is what you talked out. Out about it was how come he's like Anakin Skywalker after a car accident. Like that's a pretty <laughs> brutal injury. Yeah, you know that's yeah. right. We did talk about it's that. Where it's weird. like, yeah. how do you go from oh you got into a car accident? Like, yeah, you know what? You're gonna need a yeah, robot you arm. arm. You yeah. lost your legs. Yeah. There was also like 11 minutes of how that stupid ship couldn't fly, and only Cyborg could make it fly. Yeah. It doesn't fly because it's yeah, a giant thing that weighs yeah. 50,000 tons. <laughs> and <laughs> also the weight off of that thing. Give it some well, wings. So how is he able to like reput back the tape recorder? Like, isn't that kind of like yeah, an that, older piece of technology? Like even with the tape, like it's a tape recorder. That goes to your point about the power sets. Also, Wonder Woman, is she really that fast? I guess so. And this she how, is. Nothing how, else. Okay. But. How did how did Victor's dad like he didn't do anything? He didn't build cyborg. So how did he know what he's capable of doing? He does it. He just like That's like, true. It was the mother box. So he wouldn't do it. Yeah. I like the Omega this? Beams. I wanted to ask Tyler about the Omega Beams. I know we didn't get to it. Oh yeah, we did not cool. get the Omega Beams. But no, that cool. no, no, we saw we it. Yeah, it was cool. Just the look of it. Yeah. Uh, it's trash. Yeah, I trash movie. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm so proud of you, Garbage Boy. I'm so proud of you. I do, like, I, I do like the stream in the beginning. That's all I got left. I do like the stream yeah, in the beginning. I'll take that. Okay. All right. That's it. Bye.